This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Obviously very excited to be uh, primetime at home in Lucas Oil. Really looking forward to our fans being in there. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere Saturday night up against, obviously, a very good opponent, and a very good AFC opponent. So we're looking forward to that challenge and looking forward to our fans, you know, providing an electric atmosphere. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday morning. The voice there of Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, a favorite this weekend, a Saturday night game hosting the New England Patriots, both teams off the bye. Let's talk about that game and the Week 15 card to come here with Simon Hunter of the Action Network. He's joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Simon, welcome back to the show. Happy to have you. Let's start with Saturday. A couple big games uh, for playoff implications in the AFC. Colts, the favorite. Patriots getting uh, points. That line is moving uh, in terms of the Patriots getting more points. It's moving uh, that way. What do you make of this game? Both teams off a bye here. Yeah, interesting line move, like you just alluded to. I saw it opened at one. Now it's up to two and a half at some books. It's it's going to be a pros or Joe's game. I think the public will come in heavy on New England. New England's been good to the public. Like That was one of the most public bet games this year was the, the, the Patriots versus the Bills. The public came in heavy on the Patriots. It worked out for them. Now the Patriots are coming off a bye week. You know, I don't, I don't see why people wouldn't be on that. It's, um, it, it's one of those I, I jumped on the Colts early, and I'd bet it again. As long as it stays under three and a half, I think you're getting a good number on this Colts team. It's, you're fading a rookie on the road coming off, coming off a bye week. Again, it's not, it's not an anti-Bill Belichick bet. It's more of an anti-Mac Jones bet. This kid, he's been incredible this season, but we've seen rookies kind of come down in December here. We've seen them have rough weeks here for a couple weeks, so – to me, it's it's more on par that you're just fading a rookie on the road. No one really thinks the Patriots are the number one seed in the AFC. So that, that's just getting good value fading the public on this one. Uh, Simon, if we look back quickly on uh, the week that was in week number 14 in the NFL, it just it had didn't it have that feeling? I don't know if you flipped or if you were always on the Rams, but I, but I saw you cash at LA Rams plus three, and we finally got that three. Uh, on Monday afternoon after some of the injury news, but it's all favorites aside from one straight up, all but two favorites cover. I mean, it's amazing. I, I was looking at the last two weeks, these heavy favorites too, covering these big numbers. Uh, last two weeks, favorites of more than a touchdown 
are 11 and 0 against the spread. So your overall view kind of uh, look, looking back at the last couple of weeks and then flipping it forward to the next month, doesn't it feel like we're going to get so much value that we're going to have to bet on some terrible, terrible underdogs like the Jets, the Texans, Lions, and Jaguars? Yeah, honestly, that that was a nightmarish weekend. I was on the wrong side of everything. I had Cleveland minus two and a half in the under. So I, I lost a bunch oh. of money on that final play. Um, mm. it, it just a, a lot of little things like that last week, and I I noticed with that Arizona last night, that was the classic the the public pumping their chest out because all their money line parlays were hitting, all their big favorites were coming through for them, and I put the Rams out there. And I never, I mean, I could kick back always. It was like a never-ending flood of kickback of being like, oh, you're way off in this one. Like, you just keep taking these dogs. You think you know what you're doing. It's just like, no, <laughs> you got to stick to what, what got you there. You can't just be taking favorites on stuff, especially those little favorites of, you know, like you just said, if these favorites seven of greater keep winning outright and covering at a, what is it, 11-0 clip you said the last two weeks, that's Best like you just said, this upcoming week. Yeah, we're, we're probably going to get two to three points per these big dogs of free points just because the bookmakers are just like us. I mean, if you're if you're a dog better, you're kind of licking your wounds a little bit. They're going to bump these lines up just getting the public to feel, you know, not that they're making them pay a price. So they're going to say, all right, you want to keep taking these big favorites? We're going to make it so that the, the pros have to come and take these dogs because they're, they're getting crushed. Like you said, they probably got some of it back last night, but, man, that was um, – that was a rough week, especially if you're in survivor pools. And I don't think anyone got knocked out. Nope, nobody did. Simon, the Rams on the road, shorthanded because of COVID. They come away with the victory over Kyler Murray. Should we take something away um, from that and maybe consider the Rams a legit threat in the NFC? Honestly, I think it says more about the Cardinals. Um, it's I I still look at the NFC that it's just. It's, it's Brady Rogers. I mean, we, we saw last in the NFC Championship game. That's what it was. It, it feels like it's the same thing this year. Those are just two guys that who are you going to feel more confident about having the ball in the final two minutes? I, I love Kyler, but if it's Kyler versus Rogers, I'm always going to take Rogers. If it's Kyler versus Brady, I always take Brady. Same thing with Stafford. I mean, honestly, he had good moments last night, but I saw that crazy stat. That was his first winning of his career against a team five games above 500. That's that's really alarming. I know you can say it's a Detroit stat, but it's a Stafford stat too. It's it's honestly one of these. He's one of these guys where it's hard to really trust him. So my biggest takeaway was I, I was always a little skeptical of this Cardinals team just because I think of the inexperience of the head coach and the quarterback, and that shined through last night. That final seven minutes, him not calling the timeouts, him mismanaging when to kick the field goal, when to take the touchdown. It was just. Um, it's one of those where I think it reaffirms my position of it's it's really Green Bay and, and the Buccaneers in the NFC. Simon, big game Thursday night in the AFC West. The Chiefs have been on a roll, especially when they get to play the Raiders. Up against the Chargers, we know last time these two teams played in Kansas City was a Chargers win. The number's been bounced around three and a half, four Chiefs road favorites. Uh, what's your thought on this game to start off week 15? Really interesting number. Opened at three, seen at three and a half, four now at some books. That means professionals are coming on the Chiefs, which I honestly didn't see coming. Uh, the only team that doesn't run the too high safety scheme that's really shut down this Chiefs offense is that Las Vegas Raiders team. So the only time this year that the Chiefs have put up 40 points in back-to-back meetings is against this Las Vegas team. So 
when I, I first saw this, I knew I was going to be on the Chargers. Now I just, I'm, I'm so happy I'm getting even more points. I mean, plus four. That feels like a gift to me where I, I am a believer in this, you know, Kansas City team getting it right. And I think they've turned a corner, especially on defense. But I still have my issues with this offense. Again, again, that Denver game, they put up 22 points. Seven of that was off the pick six. So this Chargers, they have the scheme. They have the personnel to really set up to shut down the Chiefs offense. And just looking at the numbers, if this was three, I might lean towards this Chiefs team. But the fact that it's up to four, three and a half of most books, you have to take a point those kind of points on a home dog in a divisional matchup. Uh, Simon, we were just talking about Arizona after poor showing. Uh, and they're going to have a short week. They go to Detroit. The Lions, housed by the Broncos. It felt like half the roster was out. So we expect them to get a, a bunch of players, home dog, two touchdowns. It isn't just, isn't this just an automatic play here on the Lions? It is, but I've been like, so burned trying to fade this Cardinals team for <laughs> regression on the road. What are they, 7-0 and now on the road against the spread? It's something crazy like that. So. Yep. Yeah, you know me too well, Joe. Of course, I'm going to go to Detroit. I'm not <laughs> even think about taking the money line, but I need to see who's going to be back for this Detroit team. If, if they're still down, both their starting running backs, if they're still down a couple of offensive linemen, maybe I'll lean towards this Cardinals team just because they've been so dominant the road. But you, you nailed on the head. Two touchdowns on the road, you know, I, I have to take Detroit there, especially we know this Detroit team can run the ball. Cardinals aren't that great against the run. We, we saw them getting gashed last night. So it's uh, it's an interesting line. I think the bookmakers are kind of open at saying, you know what, whoever takes Detroit, we're great with it just because they know how much money they're going to get on this Cardinals team. Simon, the AFC North is super interesting. Who do you see winning this division? <laughs> oh, God, I have no idea. It's so gross. I think I have a bet on every single team in that division except Pittsburgh <laughs> at this point to win the division. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just have no faith in any of them. Any of them. It's true. It's Every team you can go through, you can you can see their really ugly wart and what's wrong with those teams. So uh, I, if I was just going pure value-based, who's the healthiest team, I guess – the Bengals, but like we have no idea. Joe Burrow obviously wasn't right last week. He could, he could barely really grip the ball, and I, I, I know it's probably come and burn me where Pittsburgh will just make some late run because they, they by far have the best defense in this division. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Their, their defense has kind of stepped up and won them games. So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in the Bengals, and I would say for me personally, that's, that's the team I'm going to stay with. Just hoping Joe Burrow gets right down the stretch because. I just don't trust Lamar. I don't trust Baker right now. I definitely don't trust Roethlisberger. So I'm just going based off a team <laughs> with a quarterback I trust. It's going to be Joe Burrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Simon, let's stay there for the game this weekend. It's an interesting one, one of the shortest numbers. Right now, it's it's a one-point number. The Bengals on the road in Denver against the Broncos. It feels like one of those loser-goes-home matches. Like, it's going to be really difficult for the loser of that game to stay or, or be around an AFC wildcard spot. Obviously, the Bengals still can win that division. What do you make of this game, uh, the Bengals at the Broncos Sunday? Honestly, Nate, on the head. That's that's it. This is both these teams' seasons on the line. I think it was a smart number that what they opened with. They're, they were honestly just saying, the, you know, let the public and the professionals decide this line. We don't really know what to do with it. And to me, when I first saw it, it made me want to take Denver. You know, you're getting a short team at home. We've seen it with this Denver team. They, they play well at home. But the fact they're coming off a huge win like they are, and we got a, a Bengals team that they just lost a really tough matchup in overtime. And we've seen it time and time with this Bengals team. When they have losses like that, they tend to bounce back big. So my, my gut instinct when I run the numbers is probably going to end up telling me to take the Bengals. So as I stand here right now, I'll take them. But, of course, you want to wait and hear more news on what's going on with Joe Burrow's hand. Uh, Simon, give us a side you've already bet you love that we have not discussed. <laughs> First bet, like right when all the lines opened up, the first one I saw that really stuck out to me was Pittsburgh. They're at home. They're a dog. Playing against a Tennessee team that, again, very physical team. That That's one of their things they really pride themselves on. But having Tannehill on the road in that kind of weather, those conditions in Pittsburgh, I, I love the Pittsburgh defense. It's just have a day against him. So, to me, if there's a team I'm going to fade, especially coming off a 20-point win, you know, shutout at home, as Tennessee did, it's going to be taking this Pittsburgh team. I just think people are – they're just out on them. I feel like last week they got burned by them, and they're, they're looking at it now, and they're just saying, you know what, Pittsburgh's cooked. I don't really want to be putting more money on them. So I, I would wait. Um, I personally took it at plus two, but I do see it getting up to two and a half, three, because this is going to be one of the more public bet teams. I, I think more people are starting to uh, just give up on this whole Pittsburgh thing. Uh, like, you, you watch them, and especially Roethlisberger and – they do nothing for three quarters. I don't think the public feels good about that. And the other way, they probably had Tennessee and all their Moneyland parlays, all their teasers last week. They're, they like the mm-hmm. Tennessee team. So I, I do think you're going to get value on this Pittsburgh line. Simon, I'm curious your thoughts on Coach of the Year. Is this Belichick's award, or who else could you see winning it? you got to give it to Bill. I mean, he, he put himself out there. He spent, what, 130 mil this offseason on free agents. He went and took this kid, Mack, with the fifth the fifth quarterback taken in the draft. Didn't trade up, didn't do anything. He just sat there, let him fall right to him. It's, it's again, it, it's why we all hate the Patriots. They literally had the greatest quarterback ever in Brady, and they had uh, Belichick. It's, we'll never see anything like it again in our lifetime. It was just the perfect storm. And it's, you know, back-to-back years of them flexing. I know, Bill, they had a horrible year last year. We've seen it. They, I mean, it's a, honestly a miracle now you look back what they did with Cam Newton. It, it honestly adds even more respect for me to Belichick. So uh, I'm shocked at the number you can get at sportsbooks right now with Belichick. Maybe it's because some, some sports writers don't like him because of the way his attitude is, but there, there's no world I don't see him winning, especially if they're going to be the ones winning that division. It's, um, it, it feels like kind of a lock at this point to take him for coach of the year. Simon, I'm curious your, your thoughts on the line movement and, and if how big is too big on Eagles-Washington on Sunday. And the look ahead was two and a half. 
It's now four and a half in some spots. The Eagles are favored. A lot of uh, things up in the air. COVID issues for Washington. Heineke got hurt. We still don't know the exact status of Jalen Hurts, though it sounds like the reporting says he's going to be back this week. What do you make of that game and that number, Eagles minus four and a half against Washington? Big, 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 big COVID news for that Washington team. If they got no guys up front to stop our own line, it's going to be a walk in the park for the Eagles team. It doesn't even matter who, quarter, who the quarterback is. If it's Minshew, if it's Hurts, we're going to dominate them up front. And it was already not a great matchup for them, considering all the injuries they've had with Washington. But the fact that they might have their main three starters out now as well on the COVID list, it's, that's the biggest reason the pros have come in so heavy on that number. Um, it's, it's, it's not a Heineke thing. I think him and Allen, I, I looked at my system, it might have been a point difference in rating. Again, Heineke's played well this year. He's an undrafted free agent. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say the kid's not worth anything to the team, but the difference between him and Allen isn't much. It's that D-line. That's why that line's moving so much. So as, as an Eagles fan, I'm, I'm excited because I can just see Kelsey, Lane, all these guys up front just really imposing their will. And our you know, two- or three-headed running back system, it's been really well for our team. Anytime we run, dominate the, the offensive line, dominate the D-line, we've won those games. I mean, the biggest one stands out was that Saints game. We absolutely dominated them. You see the same situation here. Uh, it's just a bad, bad matchup for that Washington team. So uh, I like the Eagles' value. As long as you're, you're, you're getting it at four and a half, under five, I still think you have good, good value because I could see this getting up to six by game time. Great stuff. Simon Hearn of the Action Network on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. On the other side, we'll dive into some NBA. Steph on the verge of the record and tonight's games coming up next right here on the BeckQL Network.